0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to another Plotty Time Minnesota. I hope you liked uh, that one last week where we talked about the game Pepsi Man, which, uh, yeah, that certainly, it it was a game. So uh, this week, it's just me, Papa Scotch, and I am going to be talking about another game which was easy to platinum, which means we're doing another episode for the Numb Skulls. Uh, oh, yeah, we called it the Numb Chronicles. That's right, that's what we called it. It's been a while since I recorded my last... Uh, entry to the Numb Dick chronicles but this week i am talking about a game that only took a few hours to platinum with a guide and even without the guide it probably would have been pretty easy to uh basically the guide just meant i didn't have to replay any sections which was probably probably uh probably a good idea so this week i am talking about the game jazz punk that's right this game was uh I, I hesitate to say it was bad because I don't think the game was bad. I thought it was very atmospheric, very different, very strange, and it went for a lot of hits with that, that were humor based, and none of them, not a lot of them, worked for me. I'll get into it. But uh, the game was developed by Necrophone Games and published by Adult Swim Games. It was written by Louis Hernandez and Jess Browse. It was released February 7th, 2014 on Windows, Mac OS X, and Linux. And then it came to PlayStation 4 September 20th, 2016. So just over two years later. So about two and a half years later. Anyway, so the game is, I, I don't, I, it's kind of a puzzle game. I, it's mostly a puzzle game. You play an unseeable character in the first-person view. You're walking through different worlds. You get assigned, basically, like it starts and it kind of is, I guess, most of the time an espionage thriller, I guess is the best way to put it. Um It's very confusing. I'll get to it. It's crazy. But it did take me just under three hours to Platinum. That was probably with several breaks. Uh, this was not a difficult one at all. Uh, on the scale of one to ten on how difficult it's definitely a one all you have to do is do like three or four things to do the guide and the rest is pretty damn easy so anyway the gameplay like i said single player first player it there's a lot of exploration involved there's a lot of bad comedy there's a lot of puzzle solving so you, you start the game you go to your i guess your handler and it dumps you into a very surrealist world very quickly but which I think was supposed to be used for humor effect, it didn't really hit me uh, very hard at all. I just didn't think a lot of the humor really hit. It's like the humor. The best way I can explain it is: Do you remember those movies that were like parody films that came out? Like in oh god, I don't know. Scary movie was probably one of the first. Obviously, there've been there've been parody movies forever. The Naked Gun, you know that that's the one that really caused airplane. A lot of them. A lot of them from back in the day. But uh. There was a there was a new surge of them that came out. Like Action Movie, I, was that one of them? Whatever. I know Disaster Movie was one of them. Uh, something about the Spartans that was supposed to be like a play on 300. So this must have been like early 2000s till mid-2010s maybe this all went happened. But there was a lot of them. Uh, I think Seltzer and Friedman were the guys' names. In fact, I'm going to pause to look that up. And I'm back. Yes, I was correct. Jason Friedberg. And Aaron Seltzer were the two guys who were responsible for a slew of movies, including 2006's Date Movie, 2007's Epic Movie, Meet the Spartans in 2008, Disaster Movie 2008, Vampires Suck, The Starving Games, Best Night Ever. There are several. Actually, you know, the funny thing is they did write the, play, the, uh, the screenplays for Spy Hard and for Scary Movie, which I would say were actually good parodies. But these guys... Two clowns made this string of movies, date movie, epic movie, meet the sport, and they were supposed to be in the spirit of uh like those like the naked gun, like I mentioned. They're supposed to be parody films that take a genre that you know and love, turn it on its side, make it weird, give you the unexpected, and that's where they get the laughs. But for these movies, it was so lazy and so bad, the joke eventually came to like I remember in Meet the Spartans, there was a scene where I didn't see the movie. I I don't think I did, but I remember from the commercials where they're, like, about to kick the dude into the hole, like, from 300. This is Sparta. You know the moment. And they're about to kick him, and Britney Spears comes out, like, very... This was probably, like, two or three years after her meltdown year, and she's in, like... It wasn't actually Britney Spears. It was an actress playing Britney going through her meltdown phase, and it's like, first of all, you're... Basically poking, even back then, I was like, you're poking fun at what could have been someone's worst moment of their entire life. And then, it's okay to be fascinated by it, by the way. I'm not, I'm not judging anyone for that. But, maybe don't sit here and, you know, kick them while they're down. Uh, clearly, she was having some kind of mental issue. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what it is. But, you know, you wouldn't sit there and make fun of a guy who lost their leg and then had trouble getting on a bus, would you? No, it's a dick move. Anyway, so these guys are assholes, I've determined. But they also, the, the joke, like I said, is you just look at something, and you're like, look, here it is, and that's it's supposed to be it. And you're like, well, there's no joke. It's just, okay, you brought this person on, now what? That is, to bring it all back finally, that is the point, the, the driving force of jazz punk, except instead of movie like pop culture references no one cares about, it references movies and video games and stuff like that. Now, the to get into the game a little bit, the first level you get to is uh, the Soviet Consulate. You have a big area out front where you can do a bunch of stuff. You can interact with people. There's a frog that makes you pick words out of the air for hacking. There is a guy who has you put a bunny in a blender. Uh, all these things are real. Like there's, And then I think a trophy, uh, I forget what it is. It is something about finding all the boxes... Oh, uh, there it is. Conversationalist. You have to talk to three inanimate cardboard boxes that are just around level. Like, that's the trophy we're dealing with here. Uh, n- then you eventually, you get the guys to drop the uh, painting ladder type situation. What are they called? Sca- it's not scaffolding. The You know, the thing on the side of the building the window washers use. I can't remember the name. Uh, but they're on one of those. And they, you bring them down, you get up, you're sneaking into the building, get what you need to get. The next level, Ikiyaki Alley. Is basically a very claustrophobic, very maze-like set of stores. You eventually have to just get to the end, collect a bunch of spiders from the restaurant, and scare a guy. Yeah, I don't know. And then the uh, next level is the expedition. It's called, but it's basically just like a in. The, remember the Indiana Jones? The very famous, very famous scene where they just. I'm, I'm sure they pulled it from earlier movies. Uh, it's been used a bunch but where the plane is like flying through the sky and then you just see like superimposed a map and a line going across it to show where they are and the- yeah you get it you're smart you get stuff that's the whole thing but you get to control the plane basically and you have to fly in every single location which there are 80 of them and all of them are like bad travel puns i mean they're not they're not good i don't i none of them even come to mind cuz i never i don't think i read any was like ha good one Uh, Then you have the penthouse where there's a bunch of missions or uh, trophies to get in there. You essentially, if there's a mini game, I'll get to the mini games in a sec, but there's a bunch of mini games in here that you go through to get desired results and move on with the puzzle. None of these puzzles are difficult, but uh, in here there's a a thing you can do where you uh, get in a pillow fight and it's like supposed to be a really cute... Uh, sexy like little pillow fight. This girl's like, come hey, dude. And then you take the pillow, you hit her, and she breaks out the window and flies off it. And it's it's kind of, it's okay. It's it's an okay bit, but uh, it's pretty funny. <sighs> I guess I'm not thrilled, but like, if that's the best bit and that's the one I remember, yeah, come on, come on. Uh, there's also a trophy, probably my favorite trophy. Of the whole game was called Bloody Mary on the Rocks. It's called Serve a Bloody Mary. They don't give you any description on how to get it. So this is a good one where you find people in a hot tub next to the tennis court you jack it up and it creates like a slurry so you put it in a glass and then feed it to a lady and she's like oh my god is great that's really gross but i was like jesus this game went dark very quickly so that's i mean that about does it for the trophies there's nothing really crazy or interesting the only one you uh that might give you trouble Really is uh, in the Kai Tak Resort level, you need to put on a whole bunch of lipstick and put on most of your face. And then there's another trophy right after that that's you have to kiss three people while wearing lipstick. So if you didn't do the lipstick one, you're going to miss it. So it's not technically missable. There's a lot of free roam in these, a lot of puzzle solving, a lot of bullshit. But uh, there's there's also, uh, in the first level, uh, serious degaussing skills which you have to do before the Essence of Pigeon mission. Basically, you get a degausser, and you have to degauss four undercover agents in the park where they pop out of trees. Very easy. Then you have to hit pigeons with them, and then you'll kill the pigeons, and then you have to find the spray. You make a spray of the pheromones, and you have to spray people with it to get Essence of Pigeon. And then at the end of that mission, you put a pigeon in your jacket, and the whole point is the next level you show up with that thing in your jacket. So there's a couple ones you got to kind of keep an eye on. But they're nothing really crazy, nothing that really jumps out at you. Now, I'm almost halfway through this thing, and I didn't even get to the mini games yet. The mini games in this are wild. Like, each level, you will have a mission you're supposed to do. Like, in Soviet Consulate, your mission was to get to the mainframe. So you had to break into the the consulate, you had to get the mainframe. All these mini games are just out and about in the square out front. Like, I mentioned to you, the one where you hit three pigeons? Yeah, that was a mission. Uh, getting... A rotary phone to talk to you is another mission. Uh you had to get into a the frog who was hacking and he just had words around the screen. You had to click on him. I don't know why it was hacking, but you had to. So I forget what other ones are in that section. There's a double, other couple of good ones. But there's also mini games. There's one on the beach in the resort island or the resort mission where it's a cake. Like a big huge wedding cake that just appears on the beach after you look through uh some what of those things, you know the things you put a coin in, you look through them, they're they're like binoculars, but you pay for them at like scenic overlooks. Yeah, those things. There's one of those, you look, you see the cake, you go to it, you hit a button, it opens up and there's a button. So you hit the button and all of a sudden it like transforms you into a uh, quake or cake, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Q-A-K-E, it's supposed to be quake, but uh, a play on cake. And in the game... You are... It's it's Quake. You're running around killing each other, but with, like... It's a Quake-style deathmatch, but you're running around killing people with, like, wedding cakes, roses, champagne, corks. Uh, so, it's both... You're playing the AI-controlled enemies, and they all destroy you. I don't know why it exists. There's nothing to win, really, in this game at all. So, I don't even know why they bother. The there's also There's also a mission... I don't know if I hit it. I don't know if I actually made it, but in the videos I watched, it's like a a play on Pizza Hut and it's like Pizza Shack when you get to the end of it, but everything's made of pizza and it's just a maze and it's very like that's one of those moments I was talking about with the Friedberg Seltzer films. You just point at something and say, Look and it's like that's not a joke. So I went through Pizza Place and at the end it was a Pizza Shack that looked a lot like the Pizza Hut logo, but it wasn't Pizza Hut. What's the joke? So other mini games include tennis, virtu- like virtual reality tennis, which is basically you put on headgear and you have to play it like on, you're playing old school vector style with the virtual boy. Remember those? Yeah, that's the kind of tennis it is. And you have to beat the other person who's also a real person that's on the other side, like playing tennis. Which was interesting because you were out there outside on a tennis court sticking on helmets and then playing virtual tennis. Oh, there's probably something to pull out of that I don't want to explore. And then there was also a mini game where you actually play a game of Frogger. It's a Frogger-style game. None of them are exact clones. It's, you know, just a couple so songs. Uh, which is, it's over in like a second. You run to the other side, you get something, you come back. And then, that, that means there's not much to talk about. But there's also one where it's kind of like a play on Duck Hunt where... The, you, you shoot cardboard ducks with like slices of bread from a toaster. I, I don't, that was kind, I think that was kind of part of the story. I don't even remember it, to be honest. I didn't play this game that long ago. It was a couple of weeks. Uh, there's nothing really, there's nothing really that grabbed me about it. Uh, it it does take place like in the fifties and like a retro futuristic uh supposedly it says in the wikipedia at alternate reality where japan conquered most of north america i didn't get any of that at all from this story i didn't even remember there being a plot or a story it was just i remember it being you know it, it was a uh espionage thriller where you went from one end of the mission to the other but that's about it uh i mean i mean it's very stylistic if you're into games that are style over substance uh, definitely pick this up. It's it's very interesting. It's a unique, blocky art skill, which I thought was cool. I didn't really... I did. As, as far as some of the games I've played for this, just to get the platinum, this was not one that I hated. I would not say I hated this one at all. I got in, it was starting to get old, and then I got out. So if, if you want to spend the money and play a three-hour game, and you want to see a cool art style, and maybe, you know, get a couple of laughs, or just laugh at how bad the laughs were trying to be, You can do that, too. It's not a complete waste of time, I guess. You can see how confident I am in in my assessment of this game. I just... There's a lot of people out there who really love it. They uh, like this game. They thought it was fun. They thought it was different. They thought it was unique. I didn't get any of that. I saw a quirky art style with a little bit of, like, Borderlands childish humor in it, but still fun, and... It didn't work for me. It just didn't. It, it rubbed me the wrong way. uh I didn't get any of the story. There's no dialogue really. There's a couple people. Well, there, there's people who talk, and they say a couple stuff. But there there is an espionage story in here. I just don't. I maybe I didn't care by the time I got to the end. But other people love it. I don't know what to say. As far as the difficulty, it's very easy. Three hours you're in out. Uh, get you also get you a couple golds i see six gold trophies in this game so 25 total the i was looking at the guide on psn profiles.com shout out to them go to them a lot for guides it was pretty pretty straightforward pretty easy uh that's that's i i'm struggling to find more to say about this game because there just wasn't much to it it was short even if you By like middle of the way through the game, I just tried to rush it and get through it. But if you took your time, explored everything, did everything, you still wouldn't spend more than five hours. I I don't know how you could. Oh, I forgot of another minigame. It was another one of those moments where it's like, hey, look here. Here's the joke where you go to a a car that's just in a parking lot. You hit a button and it's like a first person view of those uh, very famous arcade one up. I don't know if they're called one up. I don't know what they're called. But arcade fighters used to have them. I guess I should explain what those are. So you'd, you'd play a couple matches. If you if you kept rising up the ranks in single player, you'd usually get to a special level in Mortal Kombat. Like early in the day, they were like test your might, where you had the button mash. Uh, test your sight, where they tried to like hide a ball and do the three ball trick or the five balls or whatever. And there were there was ones where in Street Fighter, where there'd be a car like a vehicle. And you just punch a shit out of it, trying to destroy it with your fists and special moves, which was great fun. So they had a little nod to that. That was the only nod where I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool." But I think that's because I missed those types of games from the arcade. Not because I thought it was a clever nod. It was just the exact same thing, in a in like an art style sort of similar to Street Fighter Two, and then you destroy a car. But uh, any time I guess I anyone references back to an arcade, I get a little nostalgic. Despite the fact that that was not a big part of my growing up. I've been to some... When I was growing up, they existed. Usually in like the uh, nearby city. There was none in our town, for sure. There was no town arcade machine that kids could just hang out I'm pretty sure the town that myself, Dr. Scientist, and Chump Slap grew up in hated children. I'm pretty sure. That's something... Um that's something I'll bring up to them next episode, uh, which is my pick, and you're gonna love the game. I'm not gonna give you a teaser, but it's it's actually a good game. And I'll give you another hint. It's a sequel to an episode we did. (gasps) That's it, not saying anything else. Uh next week, I have not recorded this episode yet. I well, I guess it makes sense because this one's first. But next week, Monday, I will be doing a mini sode. That's just gonna be my first impressions on the PlayStation 5 that is assuming it comes Thursday like it should I assume I won't even get to touch it till Friday and then I'll play it through the weekend and I want to give a very brief uh just just first impression look what I like what I don't like uh what works what doesn't what there's to look forward to if anything what games did I maybe try out I'm not still not sure about that one yet but uh I did just receive my PlayStation accessories I bought all the accessories except for I think the remote I didn't buy the remote but i don't even know what the camera does i don't know why i bought it it's like 50 bucks why why did i buy that i'm sure they'll give me a good reason because the vr maybe P- the ps5 version of the v- whatever so first impressions playstation 5 next week look out for that if you you want to listen to the podcast you already know where you're at so if you want to direct friends uh we are on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher audible no that's not the amazon music that's the one that's what they're doing I think they're going to combine those. I don't know. I don't have any insight info. Don't take that as gospel. But uh, Amazon Music, Google Play, also Google Podcasts, that thing. So there's plenty of ways to get to us. You could also go to our YouTube channel, like and subscribe on there. That really helps us out when you do that and you watch stuff on there. Even though I know you're not watching anything, you're just seeing our logo. So you just have a play in the background and you can get around those work filters so you can actually listen to something. That's pretty cool, right? I mean what else you watch on youtube just let it roll just let, just let it roll just get a couple get a couple clicks we'll love you uh, if you want to send us an email playtime at gmail.com we're always there we're always looking we're always responding uh, we love you guys thanks for listening and i guess i will talk to you next time you can also hit us on the socials at playtime on instagram and twitter take care